Hey, this is Doug Benson, and you're listening to Mad Scientist Party Hour? That's always great when somebody does a bumper where they act like they're not aware of the show. On the Riotcast Network, riotcast.com. My life... Greetings, friends! Welcome back to another episode of Mad Scientist Party Hour. My name's Kevin Kraft, and I'm joined by a man who has no pants or underwear on. And he's currently using his boner to flick M&Ms into his mouth. (laughs) That's Jeff Clark. Very springy. Thank you. And beaming to us from Kim Kardashian's ass crack... The bearded, booger-eating cum sponge known as Shuddy Boy. Yo. You've... I forgot to write him down again. Yeah, you've Skyped in from worse places, though, Shuddy. I'd love to be up in Kim Kardashian's butthole. It probably stinks like cheese in there. How could you be that negative about her butthole? Kim Kardashian is a beautiful woman. Granted, a lot of it's fake. Most of it's fake, possibly. But I think she's hot. I think she's a I think she's become like the Derek Jeter of hot chicks where people people were giving her too much praise for too long and then there was like pushback and and society now wants to like call her overrated when really she is hot. She she's fucking hot. We'd all if if her name and shtick wasn't annoying, we'd all be down. I mean, I've I've oh, I've always stayed true to the fact that I find her ass gross and there's probably like there's no way she gets all the poop out after she take, she takes a dump. There's too much ass cheek meat pressed up against other ass cheek meat. Like I don't even know that how like too much ass cheek meat pressed up against too much ass meat. Cheek. It's like fat rolls. It There's like sweat and bugs living in there and shit. I we're just not gonna align on this issue. We I do have some more ass talk on the Patreon oh version boy. of this episode. By well, the way. stay tuned for that. I, I feel like Kim Kardashian could have like twelve of her butlers like power wash her ass after she takes a shit, and then she pulls up her yoga pants and walks around for fifteen minutes, and then it's probably all funky and cheesy again. I mean, I, I agree with you in that she has a team that works on her ass, but I don't see how that could be a bad thing. Honestly, I think her keister is top of the line. I would say it's in the ninety-seven percentile. How does this work? If it's really good, would I say 97 percentile or would I say in the 3 percentile? I'm confused by that. No, 97th percentile. Thank you. That sir. means she, she is in the top 90 or the top 3%. She's outperforming 96.6% of people. That's what I'm trying to say. And I think even that number might be a little low. I mean, I I I think she's hot, whatever. So I think our ass looks like two fucking meatballs fighting. Agree to disagree. <laughs> <laughs> Elephant in the room. We're recording a day late. Uh, gotta come clean. That was all me. Um, I do this yearly get together with a friend at a local at a Long Beach sports bar for the college football title game. Yeah, just so everybody knows, he missed the show because it was for something completely insignificant. 
insignificant to you. Uh, Captain Priority, they call Jeff. Again, I chip in on this party yearly, but... And I'm kind of dancing around what I want to say, but... I got an open bar, open food, a bunch of former co-workers also uh, are friends with this guy, and they go, so it's a bit of a reunion for me. I get to catch up with old friends, and I get just fucked up. Cheech always comes, and he doesn't even really like to drink, so he's a, de- a designated driver, um, and it's a grand old time. And last night, not so good for the kid. Not good you at don't all. say. Yeah. You sound a little banged up. I'm very banged up. This is the drunkest that I've got since I was in a relationship or since I got into a relationship with Nachi before. And so like three and a half, four years is probably I've not I have not been that drunk in at least since then. I was fucking wasted. And Did you I black out. Oh, yeah. I didn't I didn't remember leaving the bar. I do remember telling Cheech we got to go. And it was like midway through the third quarter of the football game. And like my friend's like, what? Wait, what? And I think they saw like the look in my eye. And they're like, oh, okay, yeah, maybe you should go. I, again, I, I just pulled a fucking rookie move. It was, I had seriously like six gin and tonics and like three tequila shots before halftime. Like, so in an hour and a half, two hours. And I wasn't trying to prove a point. I just the drinks were good. And I was, just, I don't know. I didn't even think about it. Oh, and, this fucking tequila tastes good. I just kept pounding. Yeah, I love tequila. I love shooting tequila, and I just kept pounding it, dude, and fucked me up. So end up leaving early. Threw up in the bathroom. I threw up outside. Like, all right. So I sleep on the couch, which is near the living room door or the whatever the the main the house door and i had to puke i tried to pass out wake up i couldn't i knew i couldn't make it to the bathroom so i just stick my head out the front door and puke like on the ground in front of my apartment you just puke on the cement excuse me my brother's apartment it definitely not my apartment i might be evicted actually (laughs) (laughs) and uh so did you you open up the front door and puked on the cement yes Right in front of my door. didn't even bother like leaning over towards where there was some grass or dirt? No. No, my brothers were pissed. What an animal. They had to come and, and, well, they didn't have to, but they did come and clean it. I would have made me clean it the next morning, but because it was literally like right in front. Like it's, it's, it was gross. It was right in front of the door. You gave them a new doormat. Yeah. A pile of your Super, super, eh. I would say it was very embarrassing. It's not a great look and I'm too old. To be getting that kind of fucked up that that way, you know. Um, but what I can confirm is that I'm a pussy when it comes to drinking, especially. I might have faked it in my past, or just was just outright just a better drinker in my past. But those days are long gone. And like three or four IPAs get me a nice buzz. I haven't figured out my my the the liquor and shot scale thing. How I can in- incorporate that? I just. I'm going to assume moving forward that if I do liquor and beer, I'm in for a long night. But I got fucking wasted, dude. And that's because you, that your theory is because you only drank hard liquor? You didn't mix any beer in? Because usually mixing, mixing beer in upsets your stomach and makes you all pukey. I did mix in beer. Oh, because I thought you just said you just had some gin and tonics and no, tequila. No, I, I had a beer, then I had gin and tonics. 
in as I'm drinking the gin, gin, gin and tonics, shots are being passed around. Probably did two or three tequila shots. Then I wrapped it up with a beer, and that was a little rough. And I knew the ending was near. And How I, much weed did you smoke? When you after I smoked a bowl at halftime. After you started drinking, yeah, because I feel like that fucks me up. The what Didn't do they help. call it? The the multiplier effect. I feel like all the times that I've been partying and I'm, I'm like I'm drunk, but I'm good, and then a bowl goes around or a joint goes around. I take a couple ri- rips of that, and then all of a sudden the room starts spinning, and I got to close my eyes and go barf. Well. Yeah, there's a little bit of that going on. The Californians call it crossfaded. I kind of like that term. Um, oh, yeah. I've heard that term before. That's a good one. But I don't know. I don't know. I, I, I don't know. I feel like I feel like it was just the, the amount of liquor and how fast I drank it. Honestly, like, I can do cocktails to beers to weed, but, like, I... I, I just kind of not blacked out in like a drunken sense, but blacked out in like a, an awareness sense and just was pounding mixed drinks. I, I don't know. Pounding cocktails. So uh, was this at somebody's house? No, it was, it was at, at a, a sports bar. bar. Yeah, my buddy rents, up the top, rents out the top of a sports bar. We have open bar, open food. Uh, we have like, I don't know, there's a whole bunch of TVs in this bar. It's in Legends in Long Beach. So there's like seven TVs up there. I've been there, right? Yeah. Yeah, you definitely been there. Yeah, like years ago, dude. Years ago. Was that the night that that Indian kid slapped me in the face or whatever? Yes. Yes. <laughs> Same spot. Um, but yeah, that's my like yearly <laughs> tradition. And that place is... I like that place. It holds a special uh, place in my heart. Um, I've been going... Yeah, like you said, that was the first... like. That's the first bar I've ever been to, in, or excuse me, that's the first bar I've been to in California. So how rough was this morning? Uh, Did you barf you know, again this morning? I didn't. No, actually, I woke up and was I, I was able to rebound fairly, fairly quick enough to do some work. I had to, I do some sports blogging, so I had to do a couple posts today. I called that a work though. I did call it a work. I couldn't. I was not. <laughs> I was not driving up to Century City because I. I mean, I gotta leave my house at like five thirty, and I was still kind of buzzed at that point. Um, and I just. What time did you pass out last night? Like I don't know what time games have halftime. Yeah, maybe I don't know nine thirty, ten at latest. At Holy the shit! Latest. Like so, and you called out of work yesterday too, right? No, 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 I was off, yes. I No, my schedule has it where I, I'm off Sundays and Mondays. Oh, uh, okay. That's what I was saying uh, for next week. Next week, we should be more timely. But, yeah, to kind of wrap a bow on this, the reason that we missed this past week, or missed yesterday, is all me. And uh, Jeff wanted to play, yeah. s- play some games and yeah. get White Girl Wasted. And I don't fucking, <clears throat> I don't feel bad about it at all. No, We're ne- here. Next week, I'm going to take off because I'm going to sit home and play Tetris. <laughs> you fucking pussy. Whatever. Yeah, I, I feel like just reading comics all day. So I'm going to call out of work and also call out of podcast. Uh, it was a treat yourself day, all right? It was a fucking treat yourself day that extended to today, I guess. I'm sorry to my job. You're not my employer. So you shouldn't be bummed out by that. And... I don't know, they're gonna get a fucking full episode and a full performance out of me. I'm 
I'm excited to be here. I'm excited to talk some shit. You sound like a Jeff imposter today. A poor man's Jeff Clark, if oh, you will. Oh, that's bullshit. Oh, what, what are you calling me, you fucking pussy? <laughs> fucking the evil twin goatee? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, I should sound off. I I got fucked up last night, dude. It was... Um, I think you need one of those every few years. Just getting... Just, just ripped? Blitzed. Just fucking... I don't know. After my... Because my, my last one was when I blacked out in Japan and pissed in my suitcase. Mm-hmm. That's good. <laughs> That's what I'm talking about. You need one of those. I mean, I'm, uh, I'm glad that I... That always makes me laugh. Is that two and a half I, years ago? Three years? <laughs> it was in 2016. Because... Yeah, cause it seems like I've leapfrogged two years. Like, the first time I went to Japan, I think, it was 2014. Then I went in 2016 with Alex. No, no, no. 2016 was the first time. 2018 was with Alex. And I want to go this year, but I doubt that's going to happen. Um, but, yeah, I, I mean, I still sometimes am able to accurately transport myself to that morning after. And holy shit, that was hell. Like, I was just in head-to-toe pain, constantly dizzy, constantly nauseous, barfed a whole bunch of times. You're with your ex, right? Was Not she... when I pissed in my suitcase. Oh, okay. No, she, we went in 2016. Because that adds a level of shame to the whole thing, you know? No, she would have been stoked. She would have thought that was super funny. Huh, nice. But we for sure, we got pretty fucked up. I don't think we blacked out, but we got pretty fucked up in Japan because we we did a lot of drinking at night, some during the day, and then when we went to Kyoto, this place had flights of sake that were all brewed locally, like all different sakes made in Kyoto. And then we found out that, well, I found out, she knew that it's like an open container in Japan. You can just, just go from bar to bar? People don't rage in Japan, so nobody really takes advantage of it. Hmm. So we went and bought like basically a Japan, Japanese four locos, and we're just walking around the streets pounding those. That's pretty cool. Were they yeah. strong and a little uncomfortable like four locos? Or were they just tall boys? No, they weren't really all that strong, I don't think. Uh, maybe like 7 or 8%. That's I, that's pretty strong, I guess. Yeah. I mean, the best thing was that they have uh, whiskey sodas in a can that you can buy at Seven Eleven, and just crack it open, and then it's a perfectly carbonated, delicious whiskey soda. Hmm. Fuck yeah, dude! But, Sounds uh, exciting. That's the one thing about <laughs> Japan that has piqued my interest. It seems like a very repressive culture, and not a lot of vices that can be had there. It, the it's weird that they censor their porn. Yeah, but it's also like on the flip side, you can go to like a gumball machine, put in like a thousand yen and get a pair of dirty underwears out of it. How how much on the plus side is that, though? Because on one hand, that is that's a nice option to have, I guess, you know, but I don't I don't know how often I'd be buying panties, game used panties. (laughs) Yeah. Funky undies. (laughs) I, t- I, I will never get over when Alex and I were looking for it, and we go to the basement of this porno store. We round the corner, and some dude, probably like an 18-year-old kid, had just cracked open one of those prize balls, 
brought the under undies immediately to his face and huffed like he hadn't breathed in ten minutes. Just he was a he was a townie. Was he local? He so had Japanese. Been. Yeah, he's a Japanese dude. What is? I think maybe Asian guys. They really they have like a thing for smell. Maybe was, if they just showed dicks going into pussies in their porn, people would be less weird. Like that's where tentacle porn came from. I don't really know what that is. You know where tentacle like I was porn? Five. No, I don't know what that is. No, like uh, anime porn. It's because like they like can't show or whatever. Yeah, so they I guess they can't show like genitals and stuff in real life, but I guess in the cartoon versions they can. So some guy, I think it might have been on a, an Anthony Bourdain episode. He talked to the dude who's basically credited with inventing tentacle porn. And he's like, yeah, I don't know. Like, we're kind of a repressed society. Everybody's horny. Our porn kind of sucks. And I just took a shot at I just was like, here's some weird shit. Check this out, people. And it just was like an instant smash. Everybody loved tentacle porn. So How I much just, money does that guy have? Did, I don't do know. You know. No idea. I hope he's stupid rich. So do I. You know? How, like, you, like, for tapping into that, like, yes, you deserve to credit for figuring out that tentacle porn is a thing. Yeah, you deserve your little slice of the pie. And hopefully it's a healthy slice. So I, I, I don't know. I kind of, and then he was saying that, like, you know, we can't show stuff in our porn. So this was kind of our way around it. Like, if only they could just watch penises go into vaginas, tentacle porn would have never existed. Yeah, I, I understand that. And, and they probably wouldn't be sniffing panties. Like an old man said to me today at the coffee house. Necessity is the mother of invention. So maybe uh, the reason for the invention of the sniffable panties um, vending machines is because their repressiveness. Maybe. Yeah. I don't, know what, I don't even know what I'm saying at this point. I'm just like, I'm, no, I'm I just, doing a Michael Scott improv improvisation. I kind of like when Jeff Clark is running on fumes and you just kind of just start babbling on autopilot. Yeah, I say buzzwords and then I try to formulate a sentence afterwards. It's all fucking words and microphone. I'll get lost. Yeah, I'll get lost somewhere in one of these points. I'll tell you that. (laughs) This isn't going to be a perfect episode, but it should be a good one. Well, uh, everybody seemed to really enjoy last week's episode. And um, we do have... Part two. A continuing thread of the goat saga. Yep. You got to witness the goat. I did. So people, Can who, you verify her greatness? For people that didn't listen to last week, uh, Jeff uh, went to a Vietnamese coffee cafe where women come out and they serve you their... You're, they give you your coffee and your drinks in bikinis. Or smoothies. And sometimes they come out of the back room... And their tits and vaginas are hanging out. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's kind of like a strip club without all the bad elements of it. It's not dimly lit. Uh, it doesn't have loud music annoying the shit out of you. Uh, you you're not getting suckered into $20 lap dances. Real you, quick about that. It does, though, sometimes. That's, it does play loud music? And that's one of the benefits, actually, of it being football day, is that the loud music that you would find annoying isn't played because they have the audio from oh, the game going. okay. Well, either way, so Jeff, I've gone to one with, more with, with Jeff a couple years ago, I think, and it was awesome. I mean, it's as, it's as kick-ass as it sounds. Yeah. 
And this one, Jeff met a girl that worked there who was just heads and tails above everybody else that showed up. It's hard to, I guess, envision what I mean. You kind of got to see her in action, right? We've just been describing her as the goat. Yeah. She's just someone who seems to really, really love and appreciate her shitty job. Well, I think most people would find her job shitty, but she seems like she's really into it. And it was busy this week when we went, um, you know, for football and it being Sunday, whatever. Yeah, I mean, we couldn't even find parking in the parking lot. Yeah, I parked around the around the corner. And it's in like a pretty big, busy strip mall. Like there's a lot of establishments in there. There's even a fucking McDonald's. But it's like McDonald's Subway, yeah. Um and and you can tell everybody's trying to stake claim because if, if they didn't, that place would be nothing but cars parked of perverts going into the cafe. Yeah. So there's reserved Signs. parking for yeah. like all the different spots, and of course those were all just empty. Mm-hmm. But there were people bl- like just parking their cars, blocking in other cars, yeah. and going into the coffee. It was shop. like a free for all. Yes. They were like trying to hurry up and get a quick jerk off Let's or something. Pussy. Do you think this was specifically because of that girl? No, but no. I, I feel like people that go there regularly or semi regularly know what's up with her. I think if anyone and I saw that, I saw uh, very strong evidence to believe that that's the case. Yeah, everyone there either either already appreciates or quickly builds appreciation for her. Yeah. Like, she is just, she is better than the rest at that job. So, an example of kind of what I mean is that there wasn't, because it was so busy, there wasn't really a lot of nudity going on. The girls actually had to, like, do work in terms of, like, refilling drinks and, 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 I guess kind of bussing tables and yeah. doing like actual like kind of some waitress work. So to kind of set the scene for people, it's a big open room. It's one giant just square room with tables all over the place, just tables and chairs. Everybody's smoking cigarettes. Mm-hmm. Um, you sit down and you can basically order like an iced coffee or I guess a hot coffee. I don't think I saw anybody drinking a hot coffee. Or they have a bunch of smoothies and shit. So I just ordered an iced coffee, and when they bring you your your little glass of coffee, they also give you a glass of iced green tea. Yeah. And that's basically like your water. So when the girls come back around, they don't push product on you. They're not like coming around and be like, hey, uh, more coffee? Want a smoothie? How about a smoothie? How about you get another coffee? Like they're not trying to upsell you. It's not a strip club. They come over with a giant jug of the green iced tea. And just refill your your glass. Even if you've taken one sip out of it, they're pouring more in, and then you give them a dollar, and they right. go away. Again, what I find most appealing is, like you're saying, there's no upsell. So they're not trying to get you to take shots, or there's no food, there's no, you know, you're not drinking Oof. beers. I apologize, Jeff. You beefed, and it's gross? Yeah, oh, whatever. I hope bad. it doesn't come here, but probably will. And, like, they're not... They're naked. They're you know they're happily taking dollars, and it's like customary to tip them a dollar once you know they get naked and refill your drink. But they're not like you know, hey, lap dance or let's go to the private room. It's not that's not an option. If it was, that would be 
a very important step towards gnarly. <laughs> <laughs> it'd be it'd be some heavy shit probably because it's there's it's actually heavy enough as it is. I would say. So when we got there. I got there a little early, and I was just doing laps in the parking lot, and somebody finally left, and I was lucky enough to steal their, sh- their, their space. Then Jeff and the guy showed up, and the lot was still just full. So I was just like, hey, why don't you guys get out and go come get a table with me while Jeff tries and gets, gets a table? We go in, and of course, immediately, I'm just like, who's the goat? Where's the goat? Which one's the goat? Bill, who's the goat? Put, put the goat out. Put the goat. He's like, I haven't seen her yet. And then he's like, oh, there she is. And I turn and look, and there is this beautiful girl in what I can only describe as a blue piece of fishing net. Yeah. And she's 100% naked underneath it. Yeah. It's pretty much like she essentially, because it was so busy and they couldn't get naked, what they do is they each get naked and like do a round, but they're like, they wear like a little robe because like if any cop or anyone walks in, they can quickly cover up. Right. And that's what they usually do. But it's so busy. They couldn't do that. So her workaround was like, oh, I'll just walk around naked, essentially. <laughs> yeah. And that's pretty much what happened. It was she just she just walked around mostly nude, like the the fishnet outfit that she had it covered nothing, nothing, nothing of importance. I'll tell you that. No, I mean, nipples were completely shown. Yeah. Um, and she was very, very, very cute. And she had a great body. I don't even know how to describe her body like a step down from thick. Yeah. Because she, she, she's not like thick. Like, but she, al- she also isn't like toned. She's she just, has assets. Yeah. She's curvy. No, no, not even. It's so hard to describe. But like. Okay, the, the, she. So Jeff got predators last week. Yeah, we didn't get any predators, but she did come out one time where she was naked except for the string, the couple pieces of string hanging off of her. Yeah, and she bent over near us to like serve somebody. I don't. Even, she didn't. She even knew need to what bend she over. was doing. She did not need to bend <laughs> she over, knew, but she did. She was being the goat. She God was, bless her. Yeah, she, I don't know. And. It when she bent over and aimed her ass out, it wasn't explicit. Like you didn't get an accidental predator. It was just a great ass. Yeah, it's it's phenomenal. It's worth the hype. And she really it's like she's always happy when she walked in the room from out of the back. She does have this weird glide to her. The way she walks, the stride. <laughs> yeah, she's like a sexy gazelle. She's right. Just, she floats. She doesn't really walk. It's 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 unique. It is. And the uh the AM shift kind of sucked this past week. It's like she's really there to like boost the numbers, right? She's But I'll I'll tell you like the the all the girls working there were gorgeous. Yeah. Like sure. they're models. Yeah. They're model quality. Yeah. And just about every single one of them is naked. It's and they're, I mean they're out all of control. like local, you know, hood rats, like from honestly from Westminster or Garden Grove. And most of the and girls I mean didn't even have accents. Oh, really? All right. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. I guess I see what you're saying. A there lot was. of the girls that came over and talked to us, we only got a visit from the goat once, I think, while I was there. Honestly, yeah. we. She did not show us a lot of attention. That that was disappointing, honestly. That that was disappointing. I don't know what we did wrong. Uh, 
maybe there was just too much excitement on her face every time she went by. I don't I don't know cuz she was then again, I saw some real fucking creepers there and I think oh she Oh my god, yeah. I think she was getting like fives at a time for them, so I th- I think she was going to the well, you know? Oh yeah, pa- paying the bills. I saw her she was walking by, and like they have this like dried up old crusty janitor that comes out and like sweeps up because everybody just ashes on the floor. Yes. So there's people. The, this old dude comes out and he's like sweeping up the ash and mopping up all the spilled coffee. You would think he and works there, but I don't know. <laughs> she goes to squeeze by him, and he like you know usually like if if you're helping somebody get by you, you'll like put your hand on their shoulder or their arm or something. He just grabs her fucking ass as she walks by. Yeah. It's like oh my god, even the janitor's getting a piece of the goat. <laughs> Yeah, it's that's I don't know. That doesn't ever come up in like an employee meeting or anything. Like, hey, wait, like the customers they tip me, but the fuck are the new janitor guy just grabbed my ass. Their their <laughs> HR department must be busy. Yeah, it's yeah, they they need to respond to some some issues, some grievances possibly. But uh I at one point I had to leave. I think we were maybe there for an hour and I had to leave to take a phone call. Two of the most on-brand fucking things ever. Hollywood Craft has to handle, has to talk shop on our off day, football day. We're going to see titties and, and, and enjoy a little bit of Americana and you're out there fucking taking business calls. You don't even like phone calls. I don't, but when a legend calls, you answer. All right. I didn't, I didn't, I didn't know if we were going to discuss the legend or anything like that, but fair enough. I'll, I'll, not say his name, so I don't seem like a name dropping pussy. Yeah, but no. It was, Can I'm you just... text it to me so at least I know? Well, I don't really have an issue saying it. It was Thomas Hayden Church. I just didn't want to be like. I got this you know. really important. I had to step out for this really important call with Thomas Hayden Church, but you did text me that. I was like, "Oh, this fucking pussy." He and he's all like, because. Well, Okay. This establishment, uh, are they okay with you taking phone calls? It's like, dude. I didn't know if it was going to be like a titty bar where they don't want your phones out at all. I see. Okay, yeah. Yeah, That's. I guess that's a fair question. My thought is just like, dude, if you're in a public place, like, don't you usually step outside anyways if you're on a phone call? Like, why? Oh, if I did, you're sitting I at the table with friends. Like... Honestly, I didn't want to miss any of the boobies. But <laughs> well, it, was, it was... It was... You got to pay your own bills, too shockingly enough, there are some things that are more important than boobies. So I, I went out and I was just walking around the, the parking lot and then I look over in one of the corners and there were two squad cars and like cops walking around. And I'm like, oh, fuck. So when I finally came back in, I was like, man, there's fucking, there's, there's cops out there in the parking lot. And the girls, we noticed a couple of times, they were peeking through the blinds out in the front looking out the window. Mm-hmm. So I think they might have... uh been a little bit more reserved because there were cops in the area. Yeah. So this place is not allowed to be doing this. You I can't. No. No. I mean, I think it's allowed to exist as cute girls in bikinis are going to bring you coffee. But I, you definitely can't have a place where they just allow smoking. Yeah. Um, and full-blown nudity. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's there's no way. I, however, I do think... I think the local police know. Like, come on. I think they know, right? And the girls, the clientele's local. The girls are local. Like, I don't think these this that town is as big as, you know, I don't think it's that big. So I think they know what's going on. They just don't care, right? I mean, what are you going to do? Or maybe they're getting paid off to some degree. I, I don't know. There's a. It's funny because that place is ran by, like, older Asian women who... 
you would think are some of the hardest fucking women out there. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. I mean, we saw the, the fucking Mama-san crap, cracking the whip. <laughs> yeah. Like, straight up go. Barking orders. The room. Pointing at people. <laughs> yeah. Go dude. show your ass to that guy. Chick's wearing, like, a fucking fur coat. <laughs> like, oh, my God. <laughs> this bitch is a boss. So we... um the And the Vietnamese coffee is insanely caffeinated. Yeah, it's like insanely rocket Insanely caffeinated. I got... We got there... A, I don't know, twelve fifteen felt between twelve fifteen and twelve thirty, mm-hmm. and I only had one coffee, and I ordered it right when we got there, and I was still jacked up at like ten o'clock at night. Yeah, I only had I sip on like a coffee for like an hour and a half, two hours. I let the ice melt at a point, and it's just like I should have done that with my mixed drinks. Actually, you should have. Yeah, <laughs> I should have taken the Vietnamese coffee approach. But at one point, Bill ordered a second coffee. And the chick was like, oh, man, you're having another one, huh? You're not going to be sleeping tonight. And he's like, I'll be fine. And she goes, man, we had these guys in here the other day, and this one guy drank three of them. And when they left here, his friends had to pull over on the drive home, and they called an ambulance to the side of the road to take him to the ER. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, dude. It's no... Because it, he thought he was having a heart That's a little dramatic. Uh, I mean, they... <laughs> They can get your heart racing for sure. I mean, they sell... You can buy powdered caffeine if you want to make your own like drinks and stuff. And you have to be incredibly careful with it. Because you can... You can fuck yourself up with it. Yeah. Shuddy, if you're... Or next time you're in town, we'll check one out. And you can... Are you, not, are you a coffee drinker? I am. You can but try it out. I think Shuddy's afraid of vagina. Yeah, where do you weigh in on this? I, I know you're not afraid of vagina, but you're not a huge strip club guy, and you don't like porn. Strip club is just... Uh, I, I don't dislike them. They end up taking so much of my fucking money. Gotcha. All right, well, that's and not I've never And really, any time that the, I've been to a strip club, it's been had to be like corner? a big thing because I never had the disposable corner. income to really make it a regular thing. Yeah. Well, you could you could probably go to one of these, get a get a iced coffee and <clears throat> tip and chill for like 20 bucks. Be there for like maybe an hour and a half, 2 hours. You were there for what? 3 hours? I was there for almost 4. 4. And yeah, you spent like 20 25 bucks, right? Yeah. You handed me 25, we we paid the bills up. I maybe no, I probably spent around 35 to 40. Yeah. But like I had one iced coffee, one avocado smoothie. And then the rest was just tips. Yeah, yeah, just seeing some. Thirty-five movies. to forty bucks is not an unreasonable expenditure for four hours. Right. Yeah. Especially what would that be at a regular strip club? That'd be oh. four or five hundred bucks. Oh, easy. If oh, but then we also have to count in like another three dollars because I had to run over to McDonald's, buy a large fry so I could take a shit in their bathroom. The second most on-brand fucking thing from Kevin Kraft. This whole thing, Shuddy. If I were to tell you, would you be shocked to hear that Kevin? Had to leave during the during the Vietnamese coffee hangout to go take a shit. Like that is so Kevin Kraft. It is. It's. I I I was like, dude, are you serious? Right. Yeah, I gotta go. I gotta go. Like, right, right when we got there, right when we got to the coffee place and sat down, I was like, oh man, I have to take a shit. I hope this is one of those ones where I can hold it in long enough and it'll just go away, and maybe come for round two tonight. But it just got worse and worse and worse, and coffee makes it worse. 
So I'm sitting there drinking coffee, yeah. and then the green tea that lubes up the bottom is is caffeinated. Mm-hmm. So you're drinking the cap like, and then when you see a hot girl coming around, especially like when you see the goat or like these other girls that were just butt naked, and they they take the jug, and that means they're going to stop at every single table. So it's like, oh, everybody, quick, fucking drink some of your green tea, make room so they can pour some. There's not the goat, but probably the best ass in the entire place. This this I think she's she was telling us she's Thai, Lao, Cambodian. Because she asked Paul what his mix was. That's I mean Bitch ass Paul. That's like the <laughs> the same area, I think. Like, she but she said she's Laotian and Yeah, that's what she said she was yeah. though. So yeah, yeah, that's, yeah, that's all like the same neighborhood. No, La Laotian. I know, I was kidding. Oh, I, was... I can't pronounce it, so I don't, it's I don't Laotian. know. Laotian. Laotian, okay. She's that Cambodian and, and Thai, and, and she's got a crazy, like, tan and crazy ass. It was it was a sight to behold. Like, the goat kicks ass. This is might be one of the best asses I've ever seen in my life. Yeah, she has, like, we found out that she's 5'4". She's short, and they're all wearing, like, high heels, so it's... Yeah. I don't know, like, seeing them off of their high heels is like, whoa, shit, no, no shit, you're smaller. But, like, if she were she were 5'10", 5'11", that is a supermodel. Well, we saw when, oh, I know, she was drop-dead gorgeous and had the craziest ass I've ever seen. Yeah, that's um, Not, like, giant, not like a Nicki Minaj, Kim Kardashian ass. It was just perfectly shaped and stuck out kind of, like, on the top. No, yeah, like, her... She was talking to us and she's telling us how she wants to gain weight. She wants to be like a little thicker because she's so, you know, she's thin. She's she straight up told us. She's like, yeah, I'm like 115 pounds. Like she is a fucking twig. I like how all the girls started talking to you guys once I left. Yeah, dude. It was. They're like, oh, the narc is gone. Let's go talk to those a, dudes. The PM shift is a lot chiller. A. B. There's less people there. So it's better for them. Um, economically speaking for them to like interact and mingle with the guys. Right. And. They also kind of just do more things and put in more effort with their rounds. Um, so there's like a lot of nudity in the PM shift. And yeah, there was some the I think the the on on a look scale, the roster was a little bit better in the PM than the AM. Um and and actually because they had the goat, I'll give the edges to AM, but the attitude was much <laughs> better in the PM. Well, we saw the goat leave. Yeah, and she she had like this duffel bag that we just assumed was full of cash. Yeah, and she walked out in this mini skirt that her ass was hanging out of. It's like, man, the goat is just on brand nonstop. <laughs> yeah, she she just she walked out in like a little hooker dress. She exudes sexuality, like she personifies it. Man, I saw like because every guy puts their hands on her. Yeah, like every dude is touching her, like touching a titty, grabbing a like cupping some ass. And this one guy, like, she was, like, facing him, standing up. He was sitting down. And he reached up and, like, put his hands on her her hips. And, like, so, like, his palms were on her hips and his fingers went on her ass cheeks. And she just did this, like, sexy little dance shuffle, shifted back a little bit. And in an instant, she moved his hands from her ass to her holding his hands in, like, just the most professional goat move right it's like she gets herself into like these weird situations like oh my god this is gonna be illegal and like leans into it and like parries the punch and like uses 
almost like these guys is like sexual assault against them. Yeah, she uses their pervert energy and spins it around right back on them. <laughs> yeah, so it's like she's a part of the whole thing. Like she's down. I don't know. It's it's a, it's an impressive performance watching her work, and I think we're gonna go again next weekend. I did see Look. some guy who was sitting right next to like the employee entrance, like yeah. to the back room, the back kitchen, or whatever. I for sure saw that guy credit credit card the goat's vagina. <laughs> oh man, that's that's priority seating. I don't blame him. I mean, yeah. I don't know if I'd be that bold, but I, I don't, I don't, I don't hate him shooting his shot. One no, punch. I just, I just went to like every time I gave a girl money, I just handed it to them. The only like if unless like they came at me with like here, put it between my boobs, or here, slide it in in my you know bikini bottom. Like I, some guys were just like, like stuffing it right down the front of their their undies, yeah, or just like honking their tit with the dollar. I was just like, here you go, you can take this dollar out of my hand. Yeah, they're like trying to insert their bills into yeah. the woman. It's like, ease, bro, yeah. take it easy. The yeah, PM, she's not the change machine at Dave and Buster's. <laughs> but Fuck, yeah, dude, the P, the PM shift beef corner. One of the girls on the PM shift gave us her like, her real name and. And I think it was like her first or second day on the job. And she has not been worn down by the job yet. She still wears like a, a huge smile and seemed to really be enjoying it. Gave us like a hug goodbye. I was like, oh, I hope to see you guys again. Oh, shit. And like, I think it was like a genuine thing. Like she was like <laughs> enjoying like our company. She sat down, talked to us a little bit. I mean, I think we're pretty non-threatening, chill dudes. I don't think... A lot of the girls get your sarcastic sense of humor, though. <laughs> yeah, it's well, like when that girl was telling us the story about the guy who had to like pull over and call an ambulance, and like as she's telling the story, she's like, "Yeah, he was a white guy," and Jeff's like, "Oh, oh, what are you being all racist for?" <laughs> yeah. And like anybody who knows Jeff would know that he was like being funny and busting balls. She got like offended and took it seriously. Like Jeff really thought she was being racist. Yeah, like, I like, could tell she was put off by it. Yeah, I've really. Yeah, I, it was a bummer. It was a definite misstep on my part. I and was, I think the same thing happened when we went to the other Vietnamese coffee house a couple years ago. Like you made some comment like that, and it just went right over the girl's head, and she got offended. Just no sarcasm. Got to go. Got to keep my jokes straight and to the point. Yep. No. No. Uh... I don't know. I I'll tell you what, though, because I had I to, I had to get home and I had to do some work and shit, and it was so tough to like, it was so tough to pull myself out of there. It was impossible to drag drag myself away. You know, how, like, well, it you... wasn't impossible because you did. Zoinks, Shuddy, You know how, like, being an East Coast guy, when it's the dead of winter. And it's still kind of cold in the house, and you go in to take a shower, and it's all hot, and you're like, fuck, I know the second I turn this water off, I'm going to be freezing for like 10 minutes. And you kind of just don't want to get out of the shower, and you extend it. That's kind of what going to the coffee place was like. It's like, fuck, how the hell do I drag myself out of this? This is heaven. How do I find the motivation to do anything other than this? Exactly. I mean, the goat leaving did... That was a bummer. I felt like a piece of me left with her. Yeah. I, I still don't feel like I've gotten that piece of me back. <laughs> uh, well, I, I said we go next week as well. I'm I'm going at least. Uh, just going to... I mean, it's a hike. Go the whole... Yeah, it is a hike for you. For, for sure. I mean, it was definitely worth driving to Orange County for, but... You didn't even get to do dinner like after. The 40, dif- 45 minutes there and an hour home. The dinner is not to be slept on. The dinner was is bomb. 
and there's a lot of good spots down there. And next time, I think Jeff Lee will be coming through, and that's like his neck of the woods, and he really knows like good restaurants and stuff. Fuck, he's like a good, he's he's the go to guy or the go to man I have for like date ideas. At least with restaurants. Like, oh, really? Yeah. I, like, I worked with him. He's, like, one of the first people I met out here. I worked with him at the Clippers, and, you know, I would hit him up about date ideas. And he's he he knows, like, good restaurants, honestly. So, yeah, you got to, next time, hopefully, um, if you can make it, we'll hit up dinner. I don't know. M- hopefully, we won't be so busy. But Yeah. Uh, but I can say the that place delivered. I know a lot of a lot of people are in, were intrigued by last week's episode. I'm happy to report firsthand that um, it's the promised land. Yeah, and if you're, I think I'll be going. I'll confirm this weekend, uh, and I'll I'll um, I'll tell everyone in the Slack channel where it is and what it, you know. I'll give you the the name of the place. And you guys oh man, you're about to up. get that place shut down. I know. I, I don't want. That's why I don't want to say it on the podcast. But there are some locals who would like to who would like to stop by, and we've met Fonzo there, and uh, Don't Die, and um, I think a few other Puminati. Maybe I'm with because right I feel now. like once the paste faces start showing up, that's when they're like, "All right, secrets out. We got to close this place down and move to a new spot." Pa- are you saying white guys? Is that yeah? Was that a slur, you motherfucker? <laughs> it sure was. <laughs> uh, who, who who brought the mayonnaise? <laughs> <laughs> oh shit! The narcs are here. Put your pussies away, ladies. We have a we have somewhat diverse Puminati, though. I think like Fonzo's uh he he's a Mexican. I'm pretty much saying any non-Asian. I feel like they're suspect of any non-Asian when they walk in. Well, Jeff Lee, Jeff Lee's Asianness raises the total of our group like like he can bring five plus or plus five white guys himself because he's so asian i told you this before he's the most he's the 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 biggest asian alpha i've ever met he's like a asian tiger woods (laughs) (laughs) he's a good dude i like jeff lee (laughs) jeff lee's the man uh all right well let's get to some emails real quick uh, got one from Thunderwolf. Oh boy, uh, he's actually not mad at us. Okay, um, you guys. I feel like he's chill with me. <laughs> <laughs> Shut up, Jeff. <laughs> you, you two pussies. So Thunderwolf is writing us in about The Witcher. Says, "Hey guys, I've read all the books and played the game. Heard the discussion and wanted to share some insight. The reason the first season of The Witcher is the way it is is because it's based on the first two books." which are a collection of short stories. Uh, Some background storytelling is missing from some of the episodes, notably the first episode, uh, which helped give context context to what's actually going on. And then he sent a link, uh, a Reddit link, to um, a timeline explaining The Witcher. I haven't... I actually saw an article, I didn't click on it, that said, like, Netflix released a whole timeline thing of The Witcher. So if you're confused, this will clear everything up. I didn't click on it because, I don't know, I I wasn't necessarily blown away by The Witcher, but I still watch the entire season in like two or three days. And when season two comes out, I'm going to watch that too. Uh, It's hard to explain. I didn't find it very good, yet I couldn't stop watching it. Well, the, the nudity and the violence. That goes a long way, right? Yeah, it does. There was some cool shit. 
I still, I think that would be like, man, if we could do 15 minute installments of just, we put a camera on Jeff's face and make him watch The Witcher. And then you can start The Witcher at home on Netflix and watch it along with Jeff and just watch him go, oh, oh, this fucking pussy. Oh, oh, look at that fucking hunchback. We should try to do like maybe a Twitch channel or look something. Look at fucking ass. Or we live stream us watching something. Is that, do people wa- do that? Is that did I just make sense? Shuddy, clean that up for me. Does that make any sense? That, that made complete sense. Okay. Do I, watch alongs. Watch alongs, yes. We were we were entertaining that idea for whenever the next season of Master Chef comes on. Yeah. Crafter so, Jeff, Shuddy Edition. Crafter Jeff, Shuddy Edition. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> so I would you know, I would definitely do something like that. I'll try to watch The Witcher and I don't know, live stream my reaction to it. But you'd be so bummed out. You would hate that show. Yeah, I'm I, Oh, there's a fucking porcupine man. Oh, you, fuck him. <laughs> fuck, fuck you for your impression. How um <laughs> you know me really well and I really trust like you and my brother. I trust you guys and your guys' read on how I'll view these things or feel about it. And you were pretty adamant early on that like I would hate this. I don't, yeah. I don't need to. It's all the elements of fantasy that you hate. Yeah. Ma- dudes in mascara playing with swords. It's fucking gay. <laughs> Sorry. Excuse me. That's not right. Uh... Shouldn't be using that as a pejorative anymore. It's going to get me in hot water one day. Uh, let's see. Oh, here's um, an email that just says, the subject says, coffee house. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, did Thunderwolf... Did he do a dicks rating of the Witcher first season? Did I miss that? Was uh, that? No, I don't think he did. But um, get back at us, Thunderwolf, and let us know if... Because you're, you're clearly a, a Witcher aficionado. So I'd be right. curious to see if it lived up to your expectations. Yeah, let us know how many Witchers you blow. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, Coffee House. Hey guys, going to Vegas in February, and I know it sounds dumb because there's nudity everywhere, but are there any Vietnamese coffee houses you've been to there? Also, coming from Canada, I need a weed spot. Where would you recommend? Thanks. All right, well, this is easy. All right, so and I talked about this last night when we were gathered as Poop Team Six, you, me, Deep Voice Mike, and Ginger. This, there's a perfect like mix of circumstances that puts the vietnamese coffee shop in the location it's at it's in an asian hood a lot of vietnamese people there um, wait are you giving out the location of the place we went to no no i'm not gonna give the fucking dude there's like 30 of them i'm not giving like the, the exact address i'm just saying i'm saying like he, he, I know that don't exist in Vegas. I don't think they exist anywhere in America. Really? I, no. That, dude, this is just like a, it is an Orange County thing. I think there are some in um, San Francisco. My uh, uh, Rich has got family up there and, and he knows of them in, in San Francisco as well. But it's, no, like you need like an Asian ghetto around for this to happen. And, and I guess maybe like, certain parts in new york city could do it but no there's not you're not going to vape you're not seeing anything like this in vegas i don't think how do you know there might be are you are you, are you googling it now shuddy if you can google i, I, don't, I don't know how, what do you just google I mean, vietnamese there, tits and coffee the spot that we go to there's a yelp page 
And I know it blows my mind. Right. And I, there are pictures <laughs> going back seven years. So like maybe maybe there are. I I, I honestly would be blown away. I think it's just like a, a mixture of perfect circumstances that that lead to them being in Orange County. And again, there are some in like uh, certain parts of Sanford, like the Bay Area. I think I think that's what Rich, the intel Rich gave me. But no, it's got to be got to be in an Asian hood, and, and Vegas doesn't have doesn't have that as far as I know. And as far as the weed spot in Vegas, dude, I mean, yeah, there's tons of dispensaries. Yeah, it's legal. I don't I don't know. It doesn't matter. There's billboards. Yeah. You'll just walk into one. They'll, they'll have good weed. I would kind of just I don't know. I feel like there is a Yelp page that says top ten best Vietnamese coffee shop girls in Las Vegas. Oh, and coffee shop girls. Interesting. Oh, there you go. Check that out, dude. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I, I, I thought that it would only be in Orange County in the Bay Area. Maybe there are something like that in Vegas. But I don't know. I feel like Vegas has got so much other sin going on. I don't know. I don't know. Like, you can go. Why don't you push it a little further <laughs> in Vegas? You know, I love the coffee shop. I love it. I love it. And I'm down to do it. Often, especially because of it's cost effective, you know, I want to watch football and I don't want to be fuck. I don't have to spend fucking two hundred dollars or however much because sports bar tabs, they rack up. It's not like beers are cheap there usually. And then, you know, you're gaining all this weight and you're spending all this money and you see no titties. This you see mad titties. And oh, yeah. this doesn't look like any of the places that have Vietnamese coffee in Las Vegas are those type of places. Right. I don't. I would be kind of shocked, honestly. So can't help you out there, dude. And the weed, you don't need help. I and I don't know any place. I'm, I'm just any other. Yeah, place I would just do. avoid the places that look corporate because they're going to charge you a lot of money. Yeah, yeah. If you can hmm, go on weedmaps.com and see if you can kind of weed through them and pick I don't out one. I don't want to single anybody out, but if it's uh, a store's name that you've heard before, don't go in. Because they're going to be way more expensive than everybody else. Yeah, there's. Well, have do you know that for Vegas? Because I know in California, I don't know if like the excise tax in Nevada is as crazy as it here in California. I don't. I don't know about that. Stuff. I went to a place in Vegas that's a franchise, and it's very expensive. I can. Well, I'll, I guess since you don't want to out them, I'll talk. Uh, we'll talk about it off air. But I, I can guarantee I know what you're talking about. Yeah. Yeah. You so 100 know who I'm talking about. Yeah, I fucking yeah, I feel you. Um, but. Yeah, so I, I there's really no recommendation that we can really give you. Just go to Weed Maps and there's a there's a million places in Vegas. Yeah, you're good. You'll you'll figure it out. Uh, so I watched a movie from my, I did also my taint wrecking exercise bike. I have a small review or a little reaction that I can give on 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 a on a, the new HBO show after your guys' review. Just All want right. to throw that out there. I finally got around to seeing Marriage Story. Man, powerful movie. Yeah, it's pretty heavy. How terrified it's, were you of Laura Dern? I think she's the scariest oh, character in 2019 cinema. Just nasty. Fucking, she's a fucking vulture. A fucking nightmare. Oh, my God. <laughs> Just a venomous human. How was it to work out to it? I feel like that would... Fuck yeah, I could do that in the treadmill. Like, I could watch some marriage. Story. I would run faster. Like, oh, man, I'm going to... I'll tell you this. It makes me never want to get married. It's it's tough. I don't think it was... I think it was more powerful than it was depressing. Yeah, I, also, I wouldn't find it really depressing. It was sort of... It definitely made you angry. 
And there were for sure parts where both Scarlett Johansson and Adam Driver were being dickheads in their own right. Yeah. I feel like Scarlett Johansson was the bigger dickhead because they had agreed to just do a clean break on their divorce, and she goes and just gets this cutthroat fucking lawyer. She That's uh, like trying to just ruin Adam Driver's life. They agreed to one thing, and she literally did the exact opposite. Yeah. The exact fucking opposite. It's unbelievable to me. Oh, I, yes, it gets me mad. And like the, just the, the, like, it's so, the way it spells it out, because obviously I've never been married, so I've never been divorced. I know it's a headache, but I don't know the details of the headaches. Um, and this kind of really puts you in the shoes firsthand of just seeing how fucked things can get and how something innocent can just be used against you and completely twisted around. And you're like, wait, what? And then, you seem like an irrational person when you're like, but wait a second, we talked about something different. And they're like, oh, did you, huh? Well, where's the proof, Mr. We said we were going to do things different. Right. Well, when it comes up in like a court of law, then yeah. it's like different shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, I mean, it was, it, was, it was brutal just watching things play out and you're watching all this stuff happen and it all seems so signif- insignificant. And then it all comes up later and, and it's like, Wow, just that completely innocent thing that he or she did is now coming back as something that just sounds horrible. Yeah. And you witnessed it in context. You right. witnessed it out how it actually happened. And now you're just 20 minutes later hearing it described and it's like, Ugh. And you kind of like, it kind of, it, the, the Ray Liotta, who's the divorce attorney, and Laura Dern's like crazy fee and retainer kind of makes sense. Like, oh man, you really are good at what you're doing, huh? And it, and it really does. It's just like when you when you think about it, when people go at each other like that, it is just what the fuck are you thinking? Like you're you're just the retainer is twenty five thousand dollars, nine hundred dollars an hour. All these fees. We're going to take this from you. She's going to take this. And then it's like you realize you have a fucking child here that's going to need to go through college. All this money you're wasting on yeah. just a pissing contest is just you're just throwing that money at rich people. When your kid needs it. Who? It's mind-blowing. And you see them like Laura Dern and Ray Liotta's character interact, I think, before and or after court. And it's a fucking... They're athletes. It's a sport to yeah, them. Yeah, they're like, like hey, hey, yeah, why don't, you, why don't we go get dinner tomorrow night? I'm going out with Jim. Yeah, and they, like, do battle on the in the court. And, like, yeah. afterwards, like, oh, that was, that was crazy. High five. Yeah. See you tomorrow, right? Yeah. <laughs> like, it's like a fucking... It's like a game between those two. Like, who's got more wins and losses? But, like... It's a high stakes game, and and I don't know. Like, I just get so mad at Scarlett Johansson because, like, he, she forced his hand. He needed to get Ray Liotta, or else he was gonna get fucking raked in that in that whole proceeding. And Laura Dern was essentially gonna wipe her ass with whatever Scarlett Johansson told her, and was gonna operate the way she was conditioned to, right? And how she. Like how she made her name in the divorce attorney, I guess, circles or whatever universe. Yeah, I it was it was a movie I didn't think I was going to like. And even when I started it and I was like 30, 40 minutes into it, I still was like, I don't think I'm going to like this. Like it's it's interesting. It's well written. It's well acted. But I'm not sure I'm enjoying myself. And it's not a movie I, I would ever watch again. But me neither, actually. Well, I might watch it again. I did really enjoy it, and man, Adam Driver can act his dick off. And Yo. Scarlett Johansson's pretty fucking epic too. She nailed it. She, both of them killed it. And like Adam Driver, I don't know. I you know like 
it's a, I didn't go through a divorce, but I was in a three-year three relationship. Shuddy's been through a divorce. I wish that he saw this movie so he can kind of weigh in a little bit more on that side. But, like, the the final argument they have, like, I've been there before, and you might, you probably have, too. And you just kind of empty the tank, empty the clip, you know what I mean? And it's fucking, it becomes vicious, and then, like, you feel bad about it pretty much immediately after. And just, like, the way that those two nailed that argument and that 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 beef and that scene it was like you know that was adam driver and scarlett johansson can put that that film on their highlight reel send it to the hall of fame like this is that is like legit acting like they nailed yeah. it and i was like fuck dude uh i thought scarlett joe could have been hotter like why was why wasn't she hotter <laughs> <laughs> You I don't know. know. She she, she kind of like waffles for me. Am I being a dick? Am I, I maybe I am a little bit, but like Scarlett Johansson is a fucking missile, and they like doled her down. They made her they f- frumpied her up a little bit. Like why? Well, she was married to Adam Driver. I they had to make it somewhat believable. All right. Well, I guess I never thought about this. Is Adam Driver a, a not a good looking guy? I don't know. Like, I think successful Adam Driver is certainly in Scarlett Johansson's league. Or am I tripping? I don't know about that. I don't know. I, 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 Shuddy, what do you think? You think uh, Adam Driver is an ugly dude? Yeah, would you suck his dick? <laughs> How many Adam Driver dicks are you going to suck? I don't think he's in Scarlett Johansson's league at all. So, so I, I feel like. Colin Jost is certainly out kicking his coverage in that. I think Colin Jost is better looking than Adam Driver. I think he, I couldn't pick Colin Jost out of a lineup. I think he looks like a fucking like a a, a bland android. I feel like they look like their brother and sister. <laughs> Scarlett Johansson and Colin Jost. Yeah, interesting. I didn't think of that. Uh, I I actually. After watching a little bit of the Golden Globes and catching Joaquin Phoenix's acceptance speech and hearing that this fucking ass clown got arrested protesting meat, right? He's protesting meat for climate change or something. I don't know. He's kind of gotten on my nerves as of recently, and I think Joker's the best movie of the year, and I thought he did the best acting job. But Adam Driver is pretty close. And, and based on the stuff that I've read about Adam Driver and seen of Adam Driver, I would rather him win it than Joaquin Phoenix. I don't know what that douchebag is. I'm going to watch it, but <laughs> Jesus Christ, man. It's, I feel like he... That whole... Did you watch the Golden Globe acceptance speech? The shit was, like, cringeworthy. No. I... I, I turned on... Dude, you're annoying. I, I, when I got in my car one day, I was... The radio kicked on, and Howard was on, and he was playing like the tail end of his acceptance speech when they started doing the the play play him off music. <clears throat> yeah, that, that was all I heard of it. Does he have the non bleeped out version? That's not that's not possible, right? He can't get like the raw audio. I mean, I, I guess he could if he wanted to. No, I think I think like they got JD it. just gets it from the DVR. Right. Okay. How many marriage story dicks are you gonna suck? I think I'm 3.9. What's keeping you away from four? Just the overall story? Yeah, it's just... At the end of the day, you're just watching a movie with two people getting divorced. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. There's no Infinity Stones. Uh, there, there's, like... 
If we see some There's Scarlett no Johansson nugs, do we get that up to a 4.1, 4.2? Yeah, probably. Fair enough. Then again, she did show her boobs in just... I don't know if I could describe it as one of the worst movies I've ever seen. It's just... Not even her boobs saved it? Um, I just didn't understand a second of it. And I know Bill loved the movie. But it's like Under the Skin, where she's like an alien that seduces guys into some weird black ooze zone and then kills them. She pulls a Cardi B. (laughs) (laughs) It just... There's not a frame of that movie that made sense to me. Except when her boobies were out. Wow. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, we all know boobies and how great those are. All right, 3.9. Shuddy, what did, what did you watch? I went and saw 1917. Nice. Where, what did you grade it, Kevin? I don't even remember what I... I thought I had three. I think I gave it a 3.25 or a 3.5. Huh. Shuddy, did you like Wait, it more I think, than... Wait, I think you gave it a 3 and I gave it a 3.25. That sounds right. Did you like it more than us, Shuddy? I loved it. No shit. Yeah, I <laughs> thought it was excellent. I did not mind the... The one take kind of shooting. I didn't mind uh, that. I I just really enjoyed it. Tom and Baratheon was a bit annoying. Uh, I just I just really liked it. He's whining. and I really liked how it ended. Ended with the I fucking American winning. A little winning. teary at the end, at the very end. Oh wow! It moved shutty. All right. Oh. I got into it. Not got into it. I had uh, this came up in, in a conversation I had with some old dudes at the coffee house today. The, the, the regular one. No titties. And <laughs> it's just like a group of these old dudes who, I don't know, get their coffee every morning and sit there and talk culture. And all the other place, all the other places to sit were taken up. So I had to sit next to these guys and they're talking about like the Oscar nominations that just came out today or yesterday or whatever. And they were talking about 1917. I was like, I'm going to tell them how many 1917 dicks I'll suck. So I gave them like a quick little review. Uh, Here's how many dicks I would suck, the old, sirs. The old guys agree with, with you and I. Yeah. Uh, on the, yeah, they, they, I mean, we didn't talk dicks, but they probably would have sucked about three, three and a half 1917 dicks if I was reading the room right. So now that it's been out a little bit, we don't have to get super spoilery, but I feel like we can talk a little bit more about it. So, you know, it's supposed to look like one continuous shot, and we touched on it last week or the week before that there's one clearly obvious spot where they they cut, and that's a part where dude gets knocked out, and then he wakes up and it's like nighttime. So after that, Shuddy, did you... I, f- I just found that whole scene weird when he like goes underground and there's like a woman, like a young girl there with her yeah. baby. French that woman. was the one scene that I was like, this doesn't really fit in with the rest of the movie. Yeah, I feel like it fucked up the whole flow of it. It I, did. It really like it came grinding to a halt in that particular scene. I'm definitely having sex with that woman if I'm that guy. Yeah, be like I'm. 99% well, chance I'm going to go out there and die. He's married. <laughs> no, Puritan Shuddy has chimed in. Shuddy, no, how many fucking gunshots <laughs> was that guy running from? Mary, he can't. And He is a heavy underdog to make it out of that situation alive. Heavy underdog. 
He was. It, luckily for him, the Nazis were stormtroopers. <laughs> yeah, couldn't shoot yeah. more dick. This guy, no yeah. wonder why they fucking lost the war. Yeah, they couldn't hit their dick with a mallet. Not, he said fucking Nazis. Unbelievable. No. Brush up in your goddamn World War One history. You know better than that. That's you're right. I'm sorry. Just the Germans in general. Yeah, they weren't Nazis for another twenty years. Shuddy, how many How many dicks did you suck? Nineteen uh, four point two five. Oh shit. Oh, that's a real that's a real nineteen seventeen Bukaki. <laughs> what I said to the old guys, I, I hold too. I, I don't think I pushed back or I didn't sell us enough during our first review of this, Kevin, but I thought it was visually stunning. Like I really did like you oh know, yeah some of the camera work and some of the like you said some of the cgi looked bad and i'd never one pushed scene. back on that and i i'd never noticed any anything the, like that. just the one scene the part when he's running towards right? the end yeah when he's running across the field and all the soldiers are charging against him there's like a white glow around him like they forgot to hit the blend tool i i didn't notice that so i guess i disagree but i almost whatever. started laughing in the theater but i i also was heavily dosed I feel like that has more to do. Did you notice this, Shuddy? You know what he's talking about? No. Yeah, Fuck. I, I kind of went over my head. All right, I might I might just be an ass clown. No, I mean, you are an ass clown, however you slice this, but I don't know. If, no, how dare you? I can't speak to the accuracy of this report. Uh, I watched The Outsider. Oh, What's The oh, Outsider? Sorry. It's the new HBO original show. It's Does about, it smell uh, like Chinese food in here? No. I've just been smelling <laughs> Chinese food. Am I having like a Chinese stroke? It's like the... <laughs> I could, I might have to eat some Chinese... If we can get some Chinese food after, that'd be nice. But um, maybe it's like your your fart mixed with en- incense, and if it cooks for a while... No, the incense is out. Chinese. I haven't farted in a while. It smells like fried rice or Thai food or something. I don't know. Anyway, fuck me. Outsider. Uh, it's about a, it's a Stephen, it's based off a Stephen King story and it's about a, a gruesome murder of a boy and fuck, I can't remember where they are, but it's like current times. Uh, the alleged murderer was, is played by Jason Bateman. The cop investigating the whole situation is Ben Mendelsohn, who is an actor I love. Whenever I see him, I don't really like, he's he's good. I like him. Yeah, like I feel like he, whatever, whenever I see him, he's a welcomed addition to the movie. Like he's never plays a bad role or does a bad job. Um, and it opened up the Sunday with a, like a two-hour, two-episode premiere, and I thought it was really good. Actually, I'm I'm in. I've greenlit the whole season, the whole first season, so I'm gonna give it. I'm gonna give it an honest effort, and I'll report back to you guys about how how well they executed the first season once they conclude. But Ben Mendelsohn kicks ass. It's, it's ultra creepy. It's very graphic. There, there was some nudity in it, but it wasn't like notable. Actually, I can't even remember where the nudity came in, but I remember. I don't even know if it was a tit or a dick. (laughs) So yeah, I can't, I can't remember which sex organ got flashed, but I don't know what flashed in front of me, but I got horny. It's, it's frightening. It's freaky. And, I think there's they kind of alluded to and dabbled with there being like a paranormal or supernatural element to this whole murder mystery and it being a Stephen King story. That certainly makes sense. Yeah. 
but it wasn't like I don't know. It wasn't like it hasn't been totally introduced yet, and it hasn't gotten lame. I'm very worried about it being lame. I was I was talking to you know the Fortnite the Poop Team Six Squad and Ginger and 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 I think Mike both were like, oh no, Stephen King adaptation that can be bad. I never knew that was like a thing. Yeah, buddy. Oh, so you can talk speak to this too, because all I, I mean. When I think of Stephen King adaptation, the first thing that goes in my head is The Shining and and Pet Cemetery, and both of those are creepy movies and very. I think well, Shining's classic, and I, I really like Pet Cemetery. At least I hold a special place in my heart for it because I. Yeah, it but you're up. not thinking about the original It. You're not thinking about. Well, uh, I don't things think- like Rose Red. Uh, Let's see what else. So there's been a lot of disappointments. Is what you're getting. Yes. Is is Carrie? Is that Stephen King? Oh, fucking IMDb. Carrie. Yes, it yeah. is. Well, that's a that's considered a win, right? Wait, maybe is Carrie Stephen King? Let's see. Uh. Christine yes. is, um, Carrie is Tommy Knockers. Tommy Knockers. That one always made me laugh. I just think about um, like fart knockers and cock knockers. And then Tommy Knockers. Salem's Lot, Cujo. Airbud. Wait, wait, that's really hit. <laughs> All right. Are you testing <laughs> if I'm listening? <laughs> there <laughs> I'm, is. I'm, I'm on however, the ball, motherfucker. What do you want? <laughs> Hulu did and uh, did a limited series of a book that Stephen King wrote that was actually very good that had uh, James Franco in it uh, about somebody who went back in time to stop the assassination of JFK called eleven twenty two sixty three. I don't that want very good. I, I I think that. I mean, not a hot take. I think the assassination of Kennedy is a horrible uh, moment in American history, but I definitely would not like that. Wouldn't be my only, my first choice to go back and like change history on, you know? Well, no, he the the premise of it is he just it he like walks through this portal and it drops him off in the late fifties in the same town As, that he in lives Dallas? in. He doesn't have a control over when it sends him to. I see. Okay. He so didn't... he's got to live like back in. He he ends up living up until the time of there until the Kennedy assassination, sort of. Hmm. I'm trying not to give away too much of the plot, uh, but it was an excellent book and it was a very good adaptation. So. I think with the advent of it not having to be on, like, cable for, like, USA or something like that has made it a little bit easier to do it well. So maybe The Outsider will be good. I Through two episodes, I'm in. I, I enjoyed the fuck out of it. It looks like it's got really good reviews on IMDb. Yeah. I mean, for only, what, one double-sized episode being out so it's got like a 9.1 out of 10 i really you know obviously i'm biased but i really value my brother's opinions and reads on these type of things and my brother bill does a really good job of keeping me 
locked in and like pop culture debuts releases premieres shit like that and keeps me like abreast of all these things we'll say and when i asked him he didn't they didn't even watch it with me they had no interest it's like what the fuck me and bitch ass paul watched it yeah. <laughs> i call him bitch ass paul when he's not around but then i call him a fucking pussy when he is so <laughs> <laughs> Go figure. <laughs> uh, no, but we watched it, and I don't know. We both liked it. Both thought it was cool. And I, I'm, I'm, so like, I wasn't as excited going into it because my brothers weren't at all into it, and I think they would really like it. And I'm, I'm interested. If any of the Puminati will give it a shot, we'll, we'll watch. It. I mean, you should. Whatever you'll. I'm sure you'll find two hours to kill during this week. And I mean, now that I've I have my designated movie time with the uh, yeah. the exercise bike, I kind of just like I love I love having time to just I kind of sometimes I kind of feel guilty if I sit down and start a movie like it's like oh I should be writing oh I should be working on this I should be getting ahead on this, but if it's like hey I'm exercising and watching something so guilt free. I've just been, it, it's kind of motivating me to work out more. Like, I've watched so many movies lately just because of that damn bike. Are you feeling like, are you feeling like you're getting in good workouts? Yeah. Sweating and shit. Yeah, for sure. Uh, and I, I'm still doing yoga, too. Nice. So dude. I got a bunch of DDP yoga going, a bunch of the bike thing going. So I've been watching shit. I've, I've also been trying to catch up on shit that I've never seen that I feel like I should have seen, like. Mm-hmm. I watched Top Gun, like I said. Uh, I watched The Aviator. I'd never seen The Aviator. How many Aviator? Aviator is a five dicker for me. It's one really? of my all time favorite movies. I, I mean, I give Aviator. it a 4.5. It's, it's fucking great. Yeah. I loved it. Um, and I, I got to say this after watching The Aviator and Marriage Story within a week of each other, those movies are what, 16 years apart? I think a- Aviator's 2004. That sounds right. How does oh, Alan how Alda somehow look a little bit younger than he did in The Aviator in Marriage Story? Like, I wonder if he's got any work done. Or, for some reason, did they feel the need to age Alan Alda in 2004 to play that senator in The Aviator? Which, Alan Alda's looked the same for quite <laughs> a while. Smash. <laughs> I know, but he's in his like, mid-80s or some shit now. This was 2004. Deal with the devil. So, okay, Shuddy, uh, what's 84 minus 16? Uh, 68. So how does he look the same at 68 and, 80, and 84? He actually kind of looks younger at 84 than he did at 68. Better makeup? I was like, when I was watching The Aviator, I was like, holy shit, Alan Alda looks like he's on death's door. And it's like, what, that's in 2004 and he's still fucking alive? And then I watched. Then I watched Marriage Story. Not only is he still acting, he's like he's not. He doesn't even look like he's moving slow. He's not talking any slower. He's sharp as a fucking tack. That dude. I really liked his character in Marriage. So Story. did I. He I had an awesome him. character. Yeah. You know who else I, I thought was awesome? Um, Martha Kelly. Do you know Martha Kelly? Mm. I only really know was her. that her sister. No, it was the um, the the caseworker that comes to Adam Driver's house. And watches him and his son. Yeah. Eat. Oh, that is weird. She was really funny. That is whole. That whole situation's weird. Yeah. Fuck, man. Anyways, why am I in the cafe? Mm, nope. Ooh. Oh, yeah. Oh. Oh, gotta get the bleep button. <laughs> <laughs> dump it. Dump it. <laughs> Aviator. 
2004, you are right. That is a, I guess it was two hours and 50 minutes. I fucking, Puminati, I love that movie. I love that movie. That's a five dicker. One of my favorite all time scenes is, I never knew like how cool or slash eccentric slash interesting Howard Hughes was. I know. I just knew that he like um, stored his piss in bottles and had OCD. Well, yeah. Yeah. I guess I never really understood how much success he had and it's fucking crazy and like the career and like financial gambles that he took on like just a moment's notice was fucking awesome like this fool is out here gambling with like generational wealth yeah he went all in like 14 times in his life (laughs) without even a second thought yeah it was fucking sick but the scene where he just puts it on Alan Alda in the fucking court and the con- uh, oh that was awesome and the courtroom was fucking what awesome a dude and it's just like it really nails home it's like no Howard Hughes he was weird but he fucking killed it like that's the oh, point yeah. like he fucking killed it for years he killed it and that, I mean fuck dude I I, I didn't drive... even know that he actually crashed a plane in Beverly Hills and like destroyed houses and shit that. That plane crash is that is an awesome scene too. That is yeah. the only scene of the movie I remember. Oh, you didn't like it? I've only seen it once. I didn't dislike it, but I saw it probably right around the time that it first came out on DVD. Cause, oh, it might be worth another saw, viewing. Yeah, it's really good. Because because he the crane the plane crash isn't like he starts to go down. You see the plane crash, and then he's in the hospital. Like. It takes you through the plane crash, and it's fucking terrible. It's terrible. I went on YouTube afterwards, and I pulled up footage of it. I was like, I got to see if that was really as bad as they were making it out or if that's just Hollywood fluffing it up to make a movie. And, (laughs) oh, man, they go back to those old newsreels. It's fucking crazy. (laughs) Oh, yeah. And I don't know. Like, Howard Hughes is just – I think he's objectively awesome. Like, the idea that he – I'm test flying this fucking thing. Like I paid for it. I, this is my idea. No, I got it. I'll do it. It's just like that is Who sick, did Kate, dude. Kate uh, Blanchett play in that movie? Uh, like Catherine old... Hepburn. Yeah, right? yeah, she's Catherine Hepburn. She kills it. She's awesome in it too, and I yeah. think she's kind of a fart face, but I do, well, I do like her. But I think are you saying? I'm he's, sorry. I, like Howard Hughes was such a G. He's just like. This dinner party's boring. You want to go do something cool? And then he just takes her up in a fucking plane over Los Angeles. Yeah. Like, A, I mean, having access to a plane like that is super, super luxurious, obviously. But, like, (laughs) flying it and landing it, it's like, oh, dude, all right. This is some alpha. You must have a 30-pound dick. (laughs) 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 But but you you said you recently kind of started to turn the corner on Kate Blanchett, right? And uh, you know what? Because I think she... When I look at her, I see that, she, like, I feel like she could be my aunt and a non-fun one. I, I, yeah, okay. I get that vibe, too, and I understand where you're coming from, but, like, I was a Kate Blanchett because I've seen this movie mad long ago, and I think, like, if you wouldn't have felt as bad about Kate Blanchett in the past if you'd seen this movie originally, because she, she was good in it. Really good. And, I mean, she she killed it in Thor Ragnarok. She killed it in Life Aquatic. So, I don't know. I got to get over the fact that she looks like she could be one of my unfun aunts. <laughs> yeah, I mean, And just some, some, you know, res- res- show some respect. You look a certain way and people make fun of it. It's not that nice. true. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, can't, I can't help the fact that I look like fucking Pee Wee Herman, yeah. but gayer. <laughs> yeah, and I, we all still want you to be successful. <laughs> 
Um, well, the Oscar nominations got released, but are, are we holding off on all discussions? No, no, we can discuss. I just, I do want to watch a couple more movies, and I want to, and I, and I, I would like to, I don't know, take a little time to think about it. I actually just figured out that the Oscar nominations came out like this morning and stuff. So I, I mean, wa- they came out yesterday. I mean, I found out about it this morning. Is what I I'm know, saying. but I'm just saying it's not like you were too far behind. You no, just I know. It by a day, and I, I don't know. I just prefer to cover it like the week of the Oscars or the week prior. It also does give time for people to send in some punishment suggestions for the loser. Yeah, and I, I don't know. I, I, I want to talk a little bit more about this off air, um, but I, I, I kind of want to tinker with the format and have like weighted. Um, like categories, like I, I, I don't feel like know. that's just going to overcomplicate things. It's I, unnecessary. I hear you on one hand, but on the other hand, this is like the biggest shit we do, and adding to it and like trying to improve upon its design isn't necessarily. I a feel like as task. long as we come up with a good punishment, then that's all that matters. Yeah. Well. Yeah. All right. So I guess whatever. Then same format and stuff. I. Yeah. We definitely. We should definitely lock in some sort of punishment. I'm bad with this stuff, so I trust you guys. And the Puminati, they have ideas. I would say most of them are pretty bad because they're just, it's a little too much. Like, yeah, it's like, how about the, the two winners kill the loser and then fuck yeah. the body in a snuff film <laughs> and put it up on Patreon? Like, okay. Yeah, yeah it's very don't fuck with cats type. <laughs> uh creepy levels of, of punishment but it seems like a lot of the same shit just like it's the same stuff in every category like all the movies got nominated got nominated in a ton of different fucking categories yeah the top heavy oscars like joker took got the most nominations that's fucking cool well and it's pissed off a lot of wieners i mean the oscars are for wieners and it is weird that the Oscars are made for wieners, and then the wieners get all wienery about it. Yeah, like who? Right, like what's the favorite to win Best Picture? I, mean, I have no idea. Yeah, I don't know. Like, do people? It feels like recently, like, do people really? They want to get all high and mighty or up in arms about the Best Picture, but they're clearly not the best movies of the year, anyways. Like, I don't know. Whatever. Well, we can talk more about this. I mean, we all said our favorite movie of the year was pretty much Joker, and that got nominated. Yeah. Which, that usually doesn't happen. Like, your favorite movie of the year usually doesn't get nominated for Best Picture. It's usually movies that you liked. I'm saying this without thinking much about it or looking into it, but I think 2019 was the best year of movies for that entire decade. I mean, the only movies... I, I didn't see Ford v. Ferrari, I didn't see Little Women, and I didn't see Parasite. I think I'm going to go to the theater this week and see Parasite, because it's still shown at Arclight. I saw it. I do. I know you didn't like it, but I, I think you're the only person I know that saw it and didn't like it. Yeah. Well, they're just trying to come off as intellectual or smart. They're full <laughs> of shit. Well, I'm not I have, full of shit. I want to see Ford versus Ferrari. So do bad. I. I'm, I'm pissed that I didn't. Is it still out in theaters? Let's go see it's it, probably. Dude. It's probably in... The, Playing at an ArcLight somewhere. And during Oscar season, the ArcLight always does start re-showing Best Picture nominations. I'm going to see that if, if I can get a ticket. If I, you want to coordinate on that? Do you want to see Little Women first and then see Ford v. Ferrari? Are you fucking with me? I'm not seeing Little Women. Nah, <laughs> dude. Speaking of which, did, what's her face? I'm going to fuck it up. Saoirse Ronan? Did yeah. she get nominated? Yes. Yep. 
dude, this chick is like LeBron. She's gonna like Tiger Woods. Like she <laughs> isn't she like twenty two or something? Like she got like fucking, I don't know. I see, I feel like she's been twenty two forever. Fifteen nominations. How old is she? I'm gonna, I'm gonna try to spell her name. Yeah, have fun trying to spell Shersha. Ronan. I'll start. with I'm just gonna spell Little Women. I was close. I got there. Sayorsi. She was born. She's born in the Bronx. My girl. Ninety four. What is that? Uh, twenty five. Right? No. Wait. 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 Yeah. Yeah. She's twenty five. Twenty five. Man, she's been kicking ass for a long time. Like she was really good in uh, Wes Anderson Hotel. I always get confused with that. Grand Budapest Hotel. Yeah, I always get my brain mashes up Grand Budapest Hotel and the best exotic Marigold Hotel. Some shit. The old people that all boink in an Indian hotel. So when I had more of like, um, I don't know, interest in movies, more of a film nerd, it was like 2007 to 2009 range. And she first came on my radar. She was in Atonement. You remember that movie? With Kira Knightley, yeah, I didn't see it though. Yeah, I, that's a movie I, I probably I don't think I even like then. I wouldn't even go see now. Um, but that's like when she came on my radar, and this is twelve years ago, thirteen years ago now. She came on my radar with Hannah, a and, movie where she's like a little alb- albino ninja. I got. I didn't realize that was her and Hannah. Oh, pretty sure that's her, right? E- yes. yes, yeah, that's her. So we can, so 25, so she can be hot. And she is. She's fucking hot. I'm only, I'm only, I'm acting like I'm much older than I'm only eight years old. I just, I guess, you know, watching her since 2007. I, I don't know. I, I, I figured that she was younger than she was, honestly. So the Irishman's getting a lot of love. I, I mean. Fucking dog shit. That's we didn't really like that, but I guess it's not that big of a surprise. Uh, people like almost in like fucking everything. They try to like shame. I've noticed that people they try to like shame people into liking that movie. Like Bill Simmons, a sports writer guy, I like a lot. His first review, he wasn't very. He didn't like The Irishman a lot, but a lot of like his nerdy writer friends, I think, told him he didn't get it enough times. And then I guess he rewatched the movie. He's like, oh no, I get it now. It's good. I feel like I've heard that from a few different places. It's like, dude, how do you have time to devote six hours of your life to the Irishman? For real, for real. Like, I don't, and I don't even get the thought process behind that. Like, if you, if you watch a three and a half hour movie, and you thought it sucks or sucked, you really, like, you can circle back and watch it again, like in a couple weeks. Like, fuck out of here, dude. I don't even believe it. Yeah, I will not be watching that again. No, that was movie was dog shit. I just, I honestly, I really hope that doesn't win. That would bum me out. That would really bum me out too. It's just like, dude, Robert De Niro, Al Pacino, Martin Scorsese, they've had a great life. They've killed it, and they're icons, and I love them. But I mean, Joe Pesci you don't need a fucking award. And Al Pacino got nominated. Yeah, fucking Joe Pesci looked lost in half that movie. I, I swear to God, that guy. He looks like my grandmother with dementia. Like there's, I don't think he's acting. I think he's like saying things that are they're telling him to say. Is that harsh? Yeah, maybe, maybe. <laughs> That's why I threw my grandmother in there. It's like, hey, this is something I'm putting up with too. I mean, I know we're not making our picks yet, but 
actor in a leading role is a fucking tough category. I mean, between just between Joaquin Phoenix, Adam Driver, and Leonardo DiCaprio. Just yeah. three barn burner performances. How the fuck? And then you throw in Jonathan Price, who's going to like sway the old fart vote for the two popes. The Sparrow. Yeah. He was great. He'll always he was be great. Um, the, the bad guy from Tomorrow Never Dies. Okay. Well. That, I think that might be the first time I saw him. What was his name in that? Tomorrow Never Dies. I fucking... Oh, it's, it's going to piss me off. i got to look new it up. Pope. That's a Netflix movie, right? No, it's a Bond movie. <laughs> no, The New Pope. Oh, yeah. Elliot Carver. Yeah, Elliot Carver. I might have to, I'm going to have to watch that. He's like actually. a fucking terrorist that like bombs things so he can report about it on his newspaper. I think the... Nice. Uh, I think... I find the Catholic Church interesting. I'm going to I'm going to give it a know. pop a try. I I'm going to I am too. As weird as that sounds, I'm actually kind of curious. I saw the trailer and it looks kind of like low-key funny. Is that what they're going for? Yeah, I think it's like a dramedy. Oh. I am not so excited about that. Why? What did you think it was? A romantic thriller? Yeah, I thought it was going to be like a a Catholic Church Vatican like house of cards situation. No, it's <laughs> it's a it's the the changing of the guard between a conservative pope to a liberal pope. It's a big deal, and it's not easy for anybody. God damn it, that's is me that, again. Was that Gordon Ramsay? No, I don't think so. The Windsors inside the royal. The Windsors. Nope. Ah, fuck that. Whatever. Turn that shit off. Um, but I mean, and then Antonio Banderas. Who knew he put a fucking movie out this year? I saw that he was, he was in the laundry mat. Which Netflix original I, I kind of fuck with. Well, well, he was also in Pain and Glory, which is an all Spanish movie. <laughs> all right. Well, whatever. I don't. Know. I don't speak Spanish, so I'm not that interested. But I gotta say, it is it is very annoying how people are like every time the Oscar nominations come out, people are just like, Ugh, yeah, fucking racist Hollywood. Ugh. Like, make up your mind. Is Hollywood a bunch of like bleeding heart pussies or is it a bunch of racists? How the fuck is it both? Yeah. Like so that Antonio Banderas got nominated for best leading actor in a movie that's not even English. Uh Cynthia Erivo got nominated for playing Harriet Tubman. A Korean director got nominated for best director. Yeah, like, how many fucking foreigners do you chill want the fuck to recognize? Out. Like what what exactly are you bitching about? Like, even if there wasn't a single white person nominated in any category of the Oscars, they, someone would still be oh, well, there were no midgets. <laughs> we're the disabled people. Like, you insufferable fucking pussies. Do you realize how fucking annoying you people are? You're so fucking annoying, you're making people vote for the apocalypse of the world just out of spite for you. That's yeah. annoying. Right. Get your fucking well, well shit said. together. My Christ. And, and a rant I agree with. You entitled crybaby fucking pussies. What did uh <laughs> did Lapita Nuango did she get nominated? No, and that's actually fucking racist. I, I you know what? <laughs> I flipped you right. They're there are racist. snubs. There are I, the Sandman didn't get get nominated. Adam oh. Sandler got snubbed. Oh, since when is Hollywood not like Jews? <laughs> <laughs> I thought you guys were all Jewish. I and I can't fucking believe people are 
bitching online that J-Lo didn't get nominated. J-Lo? I know. What? Are you fucking kidding me? What? Were, if you people were adults in the 80s, were you bitching that Ernest didn't get no- Ernest Goes to Camp didn't get nominated? Hey, we gave you Antonio Banderas. You're not getting J-Lo. <laughs> 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 no, but like, could you, like Antonio Antonio Banderas looks out of place. Joaquin Phoenix, Leonardo DiCaprio, Adam Driver, Antonio Banderas. Like, why well, get the fuck out of here, dude? Like Jennifer Lopez, who who is in the who is is the Ronin girl in there? She's always in there. There's not a Jennifer Lawrence who's who's nominated for Best Actress. Best actress is hold on. Uh put J Lo's ass up there. Get the fuck out of here. Uh to be her and- <laughs> Cynthia Erivo for Harriet, Scarlett Johansson in Marriage Story, Shersha Ronan, Little Women, Renee Zellweger for Judy, uh, and Charlize Theron in Bombshell. I want to see that too, actually. Bombshell. I'm interested. Yeah, I'm kinda not. But well, you're sexist too. Racist and sexist. <laughs> oh shit. <laughs> Uh, what else do we have to cover? Did we hit it all? I think we might have. Uh, Art left a voicemail. Oh, okay. Well, let's check that out. I hold was on, thinking about on. Arts today, and I thought maybe he might be mad at me. Oh yeah, yeah. Well, let's find out with voicemails. Yay! Yeah, if he doesn't, if he doesn't get mad at me during the voicemail, I'm gonna assume that I'm just talking shit. You're in the clear. Yeah. Uh. Shit, we've got a lot, and I don't remember what Arts is. Oh, wait, I have his phone number. Let me just compare it in my phone. I need to just check the area code. Uh, You need to cross-reference. Yeah, okay. Ah, I found it. I think he left two. He texted me last night about it at... Oh. Hold on. All right, well, this might be it then. He left it at he Mad last night. Scientist party hour. What's up? Real true stoner in the house with an RBQ. Now, here's the deal. I had to step out. This is my first week at work. I'm starting at a new job. I had to step outside to call you guys. It's literally Sunday night. We're closing in 20 minutes, and I'm, having, I'm meeting the new guard for the first time. And he's casually talking about all of this shit. He doesn't necessarily sound – he doesn't look tough. He doesn't talk tough. Well, he talks tough, but doesn't look tough. It, it, I don't know. I don't believe anything that comes out of his mouth. He real casually mentioned, no, it's 2020, all open-minded individuals. Wait. Real casually. He mentioned what? I don't know. Oh, did he talk over him? Okay, never mind. You know, I prefer working at gay bars because there's less fights. Okay, I'll let that go. But about an hour later, we're talking about females. And he said with a strong face, I don't eat pussy. And that eating pussy is gay. And I fucking ripped into this guy. I said there is nothing gayer that you could possibly say. I accused him of being gay. I told him to let me... Oh, man, I have a feeling Arts is going to be looking for another new job again. Yeah, Arts is uh, calling <laughs> a, new, a new co-worker gay. Uh. You know when he comes out of the closet because he'll probably feel better about himself. I just... That, there's nothing more suspect than what he just said, in my opinion. I guess I'm a hate monger. It is what it is. Mm. Fucking, uh, let me know what you boys think. Smoke weed. I'm out. I don't. Well, think that's not the kind of voicemail I expected. Well, I mean, he did leave another one, so we can play that too before we go. 
Hopefully it's don't play my last voicemail. <laughs> no, he texted me to play it. Oh. So. Oh, maybe he really just hates working at these places. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I feel like if you're a dude and you and your stance is I don't go down on chicks, yeah, you're a fucking weirdo. Unless you're like an old Sicilian guy. But he said it was gay to go down on a girl. Oh, yeah, that's weird. I don't understand. I wouldn't... Like, how is having sex with a woman gay? Yeah. I wouldn't spend much more time talking to him if I was arts. I'd be like, all right, dude. Yeah, he seems like he's trolling you. It, yeah. Like, he can't be serious. That's just cuckoo talk. And I I do, I guess, side with the sentiment that if, you know, if you like girls and you don't eat pussy, that's... You're a pussy? Yeah, you're a pussy. Yeah, it's kind of gay. Ask him if he licks buttholes. Yeah, maybe he likes the two-hole. I mean, <laughs> tastes better. I don't know. In his opinion, I don't know what it could... I, I, I'm, maybe I, he just had a bad experience with a vagina once and was like, never again. Yeah, I would love to know more about how this conversation could come up. Yeah, be a fucking man. I mean, I'm just saying, like, Art's getting into some... I feel like that's a next layer conversation. I don't think you and I have really had that conversation. We talk about a lot of stuff here on Mad Scientist Party Hour, and he's in his first week on the job. Like, man. Yeah, same, save some stuff for week two. Yeah. yeah leave some mystery in the relationship. <laughs> All right, let's play one last voicemail from Arts, and then we'll move on to Patreon time. God, I used to think Jeff was the gayest on the show. Wait, but this is Arts? Kevin is. Nice. Who the fuck still gets discs sent to them via Netflix? Like, I believe you're the only one left, Kevin. You fucking pussy. I mean, in all fairness, I I believe I did say I'm the only person who probably still gets discs from Netflix. Well, let this guy finish calling you gay. And I, I mean, he took my gay crown away and put it on you, so I'm pretty happy about that. I mean, Netflix. Heavy it's right there crown. in the movie. Their name, movies, flicks, movies. Like, when Netflix first started, it was mostly movies, and then they transitioned mostly to just series and TV shows. I still want to watch a bunch of movies, and the only way to really see most movies is to get them on disc, so I don't I don't see how that's gay, but whatever. I agree. I, I know. I, I, I agree. And before we listen to the voicemail or the rest of the voicemail, I, I, I just want to decide, take your side on that, because... I didn't realize how much more I guess I could be getting out of my Netflix subscription. Or wait, do you pay extra for that? I guess probably. Yes. You do? How much do you pay Netflix a month? I don't know. Yeah, they're like that, right? You just whatever, it's a monthly bill. Yeah. I think I, I know pay, it's not a lot. I think I pay thirteen bucks. I probably pay like twenty maybe. Okay. All right. Either way, I mean if it's worth it to you, you watch enough movies, so obviously it is like you can get you essentially can get any disc, right? Whereas, like, you're subject to whatever they're streaming on on the streaming options. Yeah, their right? movie selection sucks. Like, like you can essentially like get Netflix to send you any movie via DVD. It's a little bit subject to availability, right? Yeah. Whereas everyone knows, like, it's you know, there's a limited inventory on, on streaming, so. Yeah, but I've I've never really like when a mo- new movie comes out, I can pretty much get it the week of on disc. Nowadays, I'm sure that's probably not an issue at all. 
Yeah, probably. It used to be an issue. Yeah. All right, well, let's get back to this guy calling me gay. Yeah, maybe there's another reason why you're gay. That actually does that shit. The second thing. Oh, nice. What the fuck? Top Gun? You're going to say that shit sucks? That's your era. That's like should be in your top ten. That should be a fucking craft classic. KKK, yeah. I got to craft classic cut. On this. It's hard for me to do that considering Jeff's movie history is no bueno. But anyway, sorry, Kevin. Lost on that one. Top Gun is definitely a classic movie. Top ten for sure. And just stream regular movies like the rest of us, you weirdo. Love you guys. Bye. Who was that? Did he, he didn't him? say. But he's got the same area code as Art. Nice. Well, thanks for no longer making me the gay, or me no longer being the gay guy. Or gay is, excuse me. <laughs> oh, man. All right, well. So no, so that's it, huh? Yeah. Right. Well, with the arts thing, right? There is no second. You just thought that was his because it was the same area code? Yeah, I didn't even gotcha. look at the rest of the number. Gotcha. All right, Arts. Well, <laughs> hopefully you still have a job by the time we release this podcast. <laughs> yeah. I think it's a fucking coin toss at this point. You are, you are not HR friendly. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> you really call him like you see him. And I respect that. I do. The All right, well, pussies at your job, who knows? Hey, thanks for listening, everybody. And if you need more MSPH in your life, please head over to patreon.com slash mad scientist party hour. Uh, if I do say so, I feel like we're fucking crushing it over there. We're putting out tons and tons of content. Uh, we've got for well over 100 episodes of the Puminati podcast that you can check out. There's tons of videos. There's other, like Shuddy and Dom doing audio podcast on the, on the $10 tier. Tons of shit there, so check it out. You're also uh, supporting some, some fine, upstanding comedic powerhouses. Yeah, I really <laughs> appreciate you guys. And my, I know my bookie really appreciates you guys as well. So thanks for the subscriptions and the memberships to the Patreon. And I hope that... The uh, like the the Slack channel is so much fun, and I think we do really do a good job. Obviously, I'm I can't I don't want to suck too much of my own dick, but I think we do a good job with the the extra bonus episodes or Patreon exclusives. I did a between two flushes today at your place, actually. Oh man, you took a shit in my toilet. Damn right I did. I also did a little vlog, and so that was released today. It's been a while, and. I haven't done a snack attack here in a couple of weeks, but I'll definitely be firing. Well, that's all like the week of Christmas out. and New Year's. You put out like five snack attacks. Yeah, um, I'm gonna do some more. I'm doing. I had to recalibrate into my new situation, but there'll be more videos coming out. Uh, and again, I, the Slack channel is fucking sick too. So hopefully, everyone's happy with what they're, you know, the Patreon shit. And, and we're gonna talk about some. Behind paywall stuff. Honestly, there's some stuff that we talk about on Patreon that I just cannot talk about publicly. Kevin, <laughs> Kevin, Kevin certainly can't. And this, I've, there's, I've, I've admitted some stuff on the Patreon that, uh, yeah, I'm gonna, I have not admitted from from outside of a paywall. I'm That's not, for damn sure. A little teaser. I'm going to talk about some behind paywall stuff behind a paywall. Man, <laughs> and you know if Jeff is needs a paywall to talk about it, it's gonna be fucked. Yeah, I've, I've, I'm still the only person in my mad scientist party hour history to ever be bleeped, and I don't know if that'll ever 
I don't know if that could be beaten. I I don't. Somebody would have to say something pretty terrible. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. And guess what? There's a whole bunch of terrible things said in the Patreon. So subscribe. (laughs) Join the $5 tier. Um, And if you want to be a part of voicemails, yay, just call 201-472-0. Who, what? I got to start over. What two zero one? They know four seven it was two a... zero one three nine, right? I think I got it. Yeah, try calling that one. And uh, if you're a little gun shy, you can just shoot us an email: madscientist at riotcast.com. You can also follow us on Instagram. I'm at Kevin Craft. At Shuddy Boy. At Jeffro Records. And if you want to show your support for us, please head over to iTunes. And subscribe and hook us up with a five-star review, please. That shit goes a very long way, especially for people like us when we're trying to uh, swim in a sea of fucking Mark Marins and Joe Rogans and shit. Yeah, no, that shit does help, though. And I think we've done a pretty sick job as of recently, so I like to boost those numbers of the Puminati can help us out. And when he says iTunes, he means Apple Podcasts. Yeah, no more iTunes. Yeah, I guess I'm... They killed it. I'm I'm still getting Netflix flicks discs and I still have iTunes on my laptop. No more iTunes, okay, Boomer. Most hey, annoying I, fucking phrase ever, but I did it. I had to drop it. Yeah, it is a little annoying. Anyway, uh, Shuddy, you got anything? No, sir. All right, it's Patreon time, friends. Thank you for listening. But until next time, <gasps> I something. styrofoam cups hey uh am i gonna drink out of a glass like a fucking suburban kid i think i think you're gonna have to gentrify your cup <laughs> i look like such a pussy let's not get this right here yeah well what are you gonna fucking do i was enjoying the shit out of that weed lean last night while watching the second half of Marriage Story. I can't wait to get into that with you. The more time goes on, the more... Actually, I don't know. It's not gonna... It's nestled at three for my favorite movies of the year. Oh, I thought you were going to say you've kind of cooled off on it, and now if you were to review it, you were give you would give it three dicks. No. <clears throat> Watching you try to bust through the child proofing on the the cap. Oh, what the fuck? I'm turning it. I think that's bullshit. I think it's hard regardless of your age. Let's see here. Uh, Why do I get fucking notifications on my iPad from Fortune? Who does my iPad think I am? I had a question, and my brother thinks this is like a poor person thing, and this is like a symbol of us growing up poor, but do you consider this like the good ice? You know, like The, the good ice? Yeah, the ice that you buy in a bag at a grocery store. Is good ice? Yeah, it's like good ice because there's like better no. surface area, there's holes in it and stuff. No. I mean, if you're talking like the functionality of the ice, the aerodynamics of it, maybe. I, don't, I mean... 
My favorite kind of ice is the crushed ice that you would get in sodas in those like plastic cups that were like kind of orange but kind of brown at like pizza places. You know what? I got a beef again. I'm going to go stand over by the incense and do it. Is that slang for fart? Yeah. I'm not very familiar with that. Yeah, you go beef over there out of my proximity. It was disgusting the first time around. I'm partially I partially mean that as a compliment, honestly. Stuck. I can't get it out. I think there's poop in front of it. Get in line, fart. Poop. You're on deck. All right. Let's get fucking shuddy dialed up. Uh ew, 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 ew. Uh, penis Miller. Call for free. What's the matter? It's too. I know. Some. How I do it at the end is you gotta kind of have to like tilt. Trying to reach is currently on. No. I also think. Now he always does the Tyler Durden thing. That's his new thing. We call him, he doesn't answer, and then he immediately calls back. What's up, Tyler Durden? Not much, yo. I don't know why it didn't answer when I was clicking the fucking answer button. It's a. It's a Skype conspiracy. It's because I'm at my house, so. Oh. It's just being a dick. Do you have different equipment at your house? No, I brought the the new microphone with me from Sharon's today. I just don't have a good place to set it up like I do at her house. <clears throat> and as you can hear, there's more background noise at my house than at hers. Is that the 5 flipping out in the background? Uh, I believe that was an ambulance. Oh, someone's in deep shit. <clears throat> better cover that child's mouth if there's cops in the background. You get it because he kidnaps and rapes kids? <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> oh, my God. I wasn't heavy-handed enough, so... <laughs> No, I was like, hmm, I feel like there's a couple of ways Jeff could be going here. No, that's not even, yeah, no. I'm an amber alert, Shetty. How many <laughs> how many squirts of slime did you put in your sprite today? Only one. Only one? Well, I mean it a was conservative so low. dragon. No, no. It was so low that I could only get one syringe and I was done fucking with it, then I went then I poured. Oh. So uh, maybe so like seven? Got, yeah, you, you probably got a lot. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I'm going to pour myself something to drink. One of these? No. Weed leaners? Fuck you. Are you completely out of weed lean? Yes, I am. Shuddy, was that a fuck you to me, to the CNN Democratic debate, or something going on with the New Jersey Devils? No, that had to do with David Carr throwing a touchdown pass. Oh, Madden. I got you. Yep. To a wide-open guy standing in the back of the end zone. Son of a bitch, you he know? Sp- split my fucking zone. Were we, sounds like a cover two? Yep. Jeez. 
tough, man. Pour some liquor out for your defensive drive there, you know? Yeah. You'll get it back. It's all good. Oh, man. I'm excited. Oh, oh I gotta go the incense. Got an extra rest day. This is like playing Monday Night Football almost, you know? I feel like we should be doing a... We should have a better performance because we had an extra day to think about it, you know? There's been a lot of people... There was... I got a notification of the first Reddit post in a while of somebody asking where this episode was. Nice. The people well, have been waiting anxiously. Dom texted me and asked me where the new show episode was this morning. Yeah, I got some disgruntled Puminati messages. Not happy about the delayed recording time. Really? We probably should have said something on the episode last week. Yeah. Well, whatever. Instead of leaving it as a mystery. I needed to know that people cared. And it's good. It's good. Next time, maybe I will. we will announce it. I mean, we kind of announced it on last week's show. I can announce An it now Easter egg. for 2021. Next college football championship game, I will be in Long Beach drinking. Is that why? Is that why... Yeah, I told you last week. It's like an angle. No, you thing. just you just told me that we needed to record on Tuesday. You didn't tell me why. Which it's fine. I just so Jeff could have I, his gay porn fest. I thought it was a work related thing. No, I could have swore I told you. Maybe I told, I told both of you at the same time. But then maybe I elaborated on it with Kevin more. Yeah, you after. just said to me. You just said, "Hey, we need to record next Tuesday. Is that okay?" And I was like, yeah, that's fine. And I didn't ask any questions. So yeah. it's not like you were evasive or lied. You just asked. I said, yep. And that was the end of it. Hmm. Well, I didn't mean to leave you in the dark. I, I just... It's okay. I really thought it was for a work event no. or Man. something. What? Do you keep farting? I'm going to go over to the instance again. Oh, this is turning into a problem. Kevin's farting, which usually just adds content to our podcast. and I guess it possible probably will this podcast as well but it's so gross that he has to do it in the corner like it's it's not it's they not, smell that bad it's not a fun stink it is an it is an unsettling creepy like paranormal stink <laughs> and it affected me like i was writing something down on my legal pad and i got i kind of like my hand stopped working <laughs> jeff tried to like lock himself in the fridge mm. To hide from it. Yeah, I got Oh, like, I think it followed me. Oh, fuck. It's a fucking curse. Your butthole is cursed. You're today. a fucking animal. Oh, my God. Make me sick in a lot of ways, but... I think this is like chemical warfare. I think the Iranians have planted something in my ass. Leave the Iranians out of this. We don't know enough about that subject. It's a fucking mad scientist party hour. We're not talking politics. We're talking buttholes. Keep it butthole-centered. Shut up, Jeff. Way to get triggered and think mentioning a country was political. <laughs> All right, sorry. Yeah, I guess I'm the asshole here. I made it political, didn't I? You sound a little congested. Are you feeling all right? Me? I was sick late last week for like three days, and I had the most vicious hangover uh, I've had in years this morning. We'll talk about that in the episode. But. So it's more of a hangover. It's just 
an overall yeah, I'm just shitty feeling. Bit. You jeffed you jeff yourself. Well, I had some. You've just been jeffed. Did you ha- did you have real lean again? Pussy. No, I just drank like a fucking fifteen year old chick. It was embarrassing. Um, so and- lots of white claw. Mm-hmm. No, have you ever drank white claw? I, I have not. I had a couple in Austin when I went for my brother-in-law's bachelor party. I've met some dudes that I respect that fuck with White Claw, and it kind of I tried one, and it's not bad. It's a very fratty thing. Mm. That's what the frat bros are drinking these days. Hey, That's bro. weird. It's what, what all the kids are drinking these what days. What flavored claws did you get? Let's fucking pound some claws. Yeah, that coupled with your Ain't impression. no laws when you're drinking claws. Yikes. Oh, boy. Che- uh, Shuddy's got his ear to the street. Yeah, Shuddy has the bumper sticker. <laughs> I don't... I have a... Oh. You know, Sharon's daughter is a freshman in college, so... Does she... Does, do you guys talk about her drinking at all? Does she drink White Claws? Do you, what is, what's that situation like? Oh. Is it like a don't ask, uh, don't tell type thing? No. It's a very uh, open line of communication. Gotcha. Sometimes too open for my liking. Oh boy, my parents. When I got, a- I'd like to, I'd like to live in ignorant bliss, thinking that she's away at school doing her schoolwork and behaving. See, my parents were mad strict, especially on my dad about grades and all that stuff. Um, being like responsible, so like I, I killed it in high school. But once I got accepted to college, it was pretty hands off with that shit. It, they were down. She is overall a good child, good student, good everything. So it's not, it has not affected anything uh, grade-wise. She got a 3.8 or something for her GPA. Where? uh, First semester. But she does party, and I have seen Snapchats of her just chugging right out of the vodka bottle. Like a fucking G. How have you, (laughs) how how have you gotten those Snapchats? Sharon gets them and shows me. Oh, all right. I got you. Yeah, too open. I hear you. I, I feel like I would have a similar take on it as if I was put in that situation, but I guess I don't know. Oh. What's up, dude? Are you going to beef again? I'm like, I got like abdominal pains. <clears throat> You're drinking sake in a cute little sake tray, whatever the fuck that thing is. I believe it's called a Masu box. So is what it, they do is it's sometimes they're wooden, sometimes they're like this painted plastic, mm-hmm. but like a little box that you put a, a tiny glass in. I guess it's not too tiny, but uh, it's and you're supposed to pour fill the glass until it overflows a little bit into the box. That's like the traditional sake setup. For some of it, let me look it up. I forget what the. Well, I think it's a cool little situation you got over there with the sake i would have i would have done it but i wanted to get some weed lean and sprite help with my overall nauseousness and um sake sake usually doesn't sit well with me on the fact that you're a a penis yeah and the fact that yeah i'm a pussy i have to come clean about that today on the podcast too. do a little Oh man, Jeff Clark, Mia Culpa when it comes to drinking. Well, shit, should we should we kick things off then? Are we ready to roll? 
From Los Angeles, California, we are the Mad Scientist Party Hour.